Okay, hello everybody. This is Saltine, and welcome the second time because I messed up the first try to Memories in Exile at Camp Provincetown. <laughs> Episode two. I woke up my first day on Exile to a cock. A Rhode Island Red was screeching good morning to the sun. I screeched back and tossed my heel out the window and got it square in the eye, pulled its head right off. Had to have a hard conversation with Emmeline later that day. I didn't know my own strength, Em, I said. She forgave me over a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue I stole from a fancy boat as we were leaving P-Town Harbor. We sat there chatting, sipping from her painted black bean cans, squatting squarely in the good times, smiles loosely slacked across our maxillas and mandibles. I'm meeting with Colonel Crisco tomorrow. Gonna see if I can get my old job back at the ranch, meeting him at 7 a.m. That'll be a lovely, she said, but he won't be hiring you with the temper you showed this morning. Emmeline reached for the bottle and knocked, it o knocked over her salt shaker in the shape of Diego Rivera onto the table. The shattered ceramic snapped the air distantly. Emmeline, you know how I am with sleep. And those roosters would drive anyone insane. They sound like George Bush reacting to the new exam at his 50th physical. Exactly. <laughs> Emmeline laughed, swinging the bottle as she went. The pepper shaker Frida joined the graveyard of spice at our feet with a dull shatter. You know, Saltine, you can't hate a creature for its purpose, she said to me while she poured another cup, missing it entirely and dousing my nightgown in the amber liquid. I wondered vaguely if she could see my new mole. There's a good reason it does what it does, she said. I woke up the next day to a cock. It was crowing like it was giving birth to triplets. I got up for water in the sink, almost sucked the pipe out of the ground I was so hungover. Then I realized it wasn't a rooster. It was someone hollering. Who is that? I asked, walking downstairs to see Emmeline at the table, blinking her eyes open, looking out the grimy window into the rusty morning. Emmeline and I had finished the bottle of blue and fell asleep in the middle of a sickly chartreuse. Oh, you remember him. Daniel, the ginger, the ginger from Providence, takes care of all the old queens, loves sucking wrinkly dick. <laughs> oh, I forgot about him, I said. There he was, a cute guy, fully nude aside from red puffs at the creases, screeching out on the edge of the harbor towards the milky sun rising in the haze. Whatever happened to him? What got him here? Got kicked out of his place for yelling like that every morning. Sad for the guy who booted him out, really, because his lusty old neighbor, who Daniel used to take care of now and then, won't leave him alone. Knocks on his door all day and night, hard as a rock. He sure wishes Daniel was still there. She took a breath as we watched him from behind as he puckered during a particularly hoarse call. You know, Saltine, you can't hate a creature for its purpose. There's a good reason it does what it does. And now you're about to meet one of our dear friends on Exile, a lovely woman, Poppy Sunshine. Um, I've known Poppy since 1974, when I moved here after I was scouted by L Models. So Poppy, whenever you're ready. Was it this? 
yeah. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Took me a little bit to get up to the microphone. Uh, my name is Poppy Sunshine, and um, I'm here just living my life. You know, I'm a workhorse. I've been working since I was almost born. My mother actually strapped me to her calf and taped a broom, a small broom, to my hand just to get me in the mood from day one. And I really appreciate that because it really got me aware that I need to make my own way in the world. But um, my favorite job I had in Provincetown that I only was paid for for one season was at the coffee pot when I started there in 1981. Oh, Oh, amazing woman, um, Pancake Flats. Um, Pancake Flats had to leave, even though she promised to work through November. And I took on September, October, November. I did not think I was going to make it. The crowds. I had seven customers a day. I was running backward and forward. My hands were sweating. Have your hands ever sweat before? Luckily for me, I retired, um, still went every day, still kept my uniform on just in case someone needed me and just in case I could step in. So, yeah, I had such great times there. But if you have any questions about my time there, I'm happy to answer them or any questions about anything else. Yes, yes. Did you work for tips? Oh, God. No, I don't trust tips. Tips for me is like someone giving you sour cream instead of the burrito. Do you know what I mean? I'm here to have a, a retirement plan in action, which for some reason I did not accrue. I don't know where the funds went, but I luckily don't have to deal with money on exile because I have nothing left. No, I, they tried to give me tips, darling. They really did because I, without being arrogant, people love me. People just really love me, you know. So they try to slip $2 bills in my hands occasionally, sometimes tens, and I would just push it back and do a Hail Mary, you know? Not the prayer, the move in football. I just do it to escape them. Any other question? Yes, yes, yes. Well, I actually didn't leave on purpose. Um, I got into someone's tractor trailer. Um, because I couldn't get into my house. I think they changed the locks and didn't tell me. I can't tell you why. Hadn't paid rent in about 13 years. And one day, they're going to pull the rug from under my feet. So um, these lovely guys were doing work in the house next door. And they had a tractor trailer that they kept open. And there was a gorgeous twin mattress in there. Had to be dove feathers. Just the sleep I got on that. Woke up one day, no longer on 412 Commercial Street. Suddenly, I'm on an egg-shaped island out in the middle of the ocean. Anybody else have a question? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Darling, I've never had coffee in my life. <laughs> I can't handle coffee. But what one of the kids at the local, um, the fancy coffee shop in town told me to do, take about three cups worth of chamomile tea 
bags. Steep them in the same amount of water for one tea. And then steam a little milk. They call it a cami steamer. I have a cami steamer every morning because I run very anxious and very high. So for me, chamomile brings me down to a normal acting level where for other people it might put them to bed. I also tend to not sleep. I just nap about 45 minutes every hour of the day. And sometimes that was a bit of a hassle with work, but thank God for my disability lawyer who really stood up for me in this town, especially at the coffee pot. They, it's, I don't know why I had to force them to, but I had to force them to make me a, co- a cabin, a cabin in the back that I could sleep in during my working hours. So yeah, any other questions, please? Sean, yes. Yeah. Uh, any advice for a new wash ashore in Provincetown? Any advice? Mary Rich and Mary Old. Or you could pretend you're a Portuguese and you could make up a family lineage and then you could say that you were born here. People will throw shit at your feet. They'll throw it at your feet. I told people my last name was De Silva and that I was born on the ground in the West End by the Moors. And I show people, one time I showed people an indentation of my mother's butt in the sand where I was born. Next day, free rent at my house and cauliflower, deliveries of cauliflower every day. I never paid a dime at the Portuguese bakery. My last name is Sunshine. Biologically, last name is Sunshine. So I don't know how I, I don't have family around here. And I don't, I think I have very dark hair. So people thought it was normal. But other advice for a wash ashore, I would say collect as many bricks as you can. Go out to Long Point and collect the bricks. Go out anywhere, find bricks and say it is a historical artifact. Put it anywhere and then claim that's your house. And just tell the zoning board to F off. And then you can own that property and they can't build a condo on it. That's what I would say, darling. Anybody else? Yeah. Yes. What's it like in an exile day to day? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I like it because there's no computers. And there's no shiny metals. I like everything rusted and a little bit, you know, old fashioned as a woman of my age. But it feels like home, honestly, because there's so many people who I haven't seen for years who are over there, you know. My cousin Jeffrey, my cousin Jeffrey somehow made it over here. He was a drag queen. I usually do not trust drag queens because I don't like tricks. I don't like illusions or tricks. One time my mother brought me to a magic show. I screamed and threw the rabbit at the guy. I called Peter and ran out. But um, my God, I get to see my cousin Jeffrey every day. We get to have a beautiful scone on the water. And I also love exile because all the dead whales have come back to life and just circled the island. So you just see hundreds of whales circling the water. It's Oh my, you want to be on a whale watch? When I shit, I'm on a whale watch. I only shit outside just because I think that's more natural. And you know, people do that with the squatty putties on the mainland. Why have a squatty putty when I have a boulder, some moss in a hole? But um, 
I love exile because there's no pressure. No one's asking you to do anything. And I, I still do work because, you know, as I am a workhorse, it's in my blood. So I unwrap candy for kids. I sit at the harbor and unwrap candy for kids. And um, they really love it, especially the butterscotch, because sometimes my hands get wet. So I kind of loosen up the hard candy for them. <laughs> and they really enjoy that because, you know, they have teeth coming in, you know. Any other questions? Any questions? from over? Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't see in the light. Yes. Oh, oh, honey, I actually do miss some things. I am very afraid of loud noises. So sometimes when I would walk by the church, um, the UU church and the bell would go off, I would just fart. It would scare me so bad when the bells went off, I would just fart, almost shit myself. And you know what? That made people really, huh? Oh, I lost. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I needed a little cigarette from my friend. No, I'm okay. So, yeah, I would sometimes fart at the noise. But other things, and that made people laugh on the street. I love making people happy, you know. Um, some other things I miss about Provincetown. Um, I really, really miss the street sweepers. There's something so pleasing about that noise to me, you know, that really deep rustling noise. It's like a cat on a helicopter, you know, it's really beautiful. And I find them, the guys who work that are so nice, honey. They're so sweet. They really are. I used to give them some scones when they would come by in the morning. I would get up so early to bake them fresh for them. And in return, they would give me things they stole from people's houses. Or they would maybe give me a back rub with the machine. And I really miss them quite a bit. Any other questions? Yeah, yeah. My modeling career. <laughs> I laugh because what can you call a foot model? You know, is that a career? My highlight of my foot modeling career was um, the Sears catalog did a spread of, um, there was a new toenail paint um, from, um, from Macy's. <laughs> so in the Sears catalog. <laughs> They did a beautiful, beautiful spread. It was really, they put each of my toes, they put a, a Ticonderoga pencil in between each of my toes. And the color of that specific nail polish was called Education. It was a red apple color. And um, it was great. And then my toes, they told me not to wash my toes for a couple of weeks. And then they had a couple of little hands come in with the erases and they were cleaning up my toes. And I got so much fan mail. I couldn't believe it. I put my, they asked if I wanted to have a contact number. I said, okay. And the letters, I still get letters from archivists going through old catalogs. And this one guy that I really connected with, he was so, so kind. His name was Cat, and he had a foot fetish, which I do not know much about. I think it is something about the enjoyment of the sneakers or something. And I would send him sneaker after sneaker, and he would pay me $50 a sneaker. Not a pair, a sneaker. 
that was a huge income for me during the depression, the recession, when I didn't have a lot of money. So I really have fun memories of that. Yeah. Anybody else? Have any? I think we have like, I think we, let me see what time. I, I have two questions more that I could take. I'm also, I cannot see over here. So if this light is blinding me. So if anyone has any questions, they just shout. Thank you for that clarifying question. I am actually talking to you via a radio transmission. <laughs> I know it feels that's how that's how illuminating the conversation is is that I feel right in your living room, but this is a radio transmission. But I have been known to um what is that called? Um when you sleep and then your body goes out of your body and you're looking I have been known to astro project. So I could be astro projecting into your room. One time I did astro project um, into Pastor Brenda's kitchen. Um, she was preparing um, an eggplant lasagna. And she was about to put thyme on the eggplant. And somehow I just pulled out of my body, went into her kitchen and said, No! Oregano! Oregano! And you know, that she was bringing that to a dear friend who was on their deathbed and they became alive again when they had the eggplant lasagna. And you know, time is a very dangerous herb. So that was big for me. So I could be astro projecting in front of you right now, but this is a, oh, well, there's a dog. This is a radio transmission. We can't get back to exile. That is one thing. You live rent free out here but you cannot go back to the mainland ever again. So that is the, that's the rub. That's the Beetlejuice element to this program. Okay, and yes, yeah, so I, I am getting a little tired, so I just have one more question in me. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. What was I most known for? Mm. Aside from my astro projection and my foot modeling career, I would say I was most in my farts. I would say I was most known for my bayberry candles. I had a neck. My hands are extremely small. They're very small. Each finger is a centimeter. My hand, a, 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 a cutie orange is too much for me. I need help. So the bayberry berries, very, I have very nimble, quick moving fingers. So yeah, I would collect so many bayberries and I made my own shapes for the candles. So depending on the person's personality, I would do abstract shapes and they would sometimes turn out to look like things like for, um, for the old fire chief. Um, I made him a bayberry candle. His wife pointed out that it looked like, um, like a fire hose. Uh, with two barrels underneath it. And, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> um, and then um, I, one time I made one for um, the town crier. Um, and it was just, I'm debating if I'm going to be filthy and not. Should I just be filthy and get over myself? It was a pair of nuts in retraction as he was crying, like it was his internal muscles pulling back the balls while he was doing the crying, the town crying. And then the best one I ever made though, oh my God, this wasn't, was it was for the harbor master. And it was actually, um, 
It was actually, um, it was a sperm whale. Okay, thank you guys so much for coming on here. So, um, I really hope I'll see you soon. Um, I really hope I recorded this well. And um, we're going to be here next week. Um, I'm not going to be here, but someone else on the island is. So, But you can catch this online. I'm, I have to figure out how to make the artwork work with iTunes. I have not met the requirements for the artwork size and I can't figure it out. So once I do that, it'll be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts and all the like. But for now, you can get it at exile.podbean.com. And we'll be here next Wednesday at 7.30. Thank you, Camp Provincetown. Thank you for the bells. Did you hear me, Fat? All right, everybody. Have a good night.